This is Bucks First Thoughts, the news you need to get through your day in 45 minutes. Make sure you subscribe on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. They will tell you that it is about protecting our sacred democracy. They will use language to cloak their intentions about the need to make sure that that our institutions endure and that the founding fathers would be proud of all that the Democrats are doing right now to perpetuate this glorious system of our democracy. And that means accountability for the evildoers of the January 6th riot that they call an insurrection. Let's just start from that very simple premise. We can't even agree on what happened because they are lying about it. It was a riot. People assaulted police. People broke some uh, broke some government property and trespassed. That's what happened. An insurrection is a concerted effort to overthrow a government and seize power. That is not what happened. And so if we can't even agree on that, if we can't even say what it is we're going to call this thing, how are we going to have a fair bipartisan commission looking into all of it? Well, as you know, it was never going to be fair. It's not even about fair. The Democrats don't care about fair. That doesn't matter to them. This is about power. You know it. I know it. And this is a clear strategy from Democrats right now, demanding a January 6th commission. This would really just become the keep Democrats in power and maybe even expand their majorities in 2022 commission. We all know that. But aren't you noticing a trend here? There always seems to be in in recent years in this country, there's there's an underlying a foundational narrative of extreme duress built upon lies by Democrats. Look back at the four years of the Trump administration. What was the lie told in order to undermine everything that President Trump was doing to, in fact, undermine his election and the notion that he was the duly elected president? They told fables, fairy tales, myths about Russian collusion. All of it has been proven now beyond any reasonable doubt to have been utter fabrication, total nonsense, garbage, bullcrap. But as I told people all along, when there were a lot of folks out there who were building quite a profile for themselves by promising that there would be justice, by promising that either Trump would fall or the conspirators against Trump would get their comeuppance. I said, and you know it, not going to happen. There won't be any accountability for the deep state. There won't be a moment of reckoning where it all falls apart and the bad guys, the Comeys and the McCabe's and the rest get frog marched out of their offices or out of their homes in handcuffs. It was never going to happen. And yet here we are again now in a Biden administration and in order to justify a ferocious disdain for the other side of the political aisle, what is the narrative the Democrats are constructing and pushing with everything they can? 
that there was an actual attempt by Trump supporters pushed by the president himself directly in criminal fashion to overthrow the United States government. How can any adult sentient human being really think that QAnon shaman and a bunch of selfie takers inside the Capitol were an effort to overthrow the United States government? What? How is that going to work out? They were going to do what exactly? It was cleared out and Congress was in session a matter of hours later. What was going to happen there? What was the big plan? They were going to say, well, I'm now the government or I'm going to hold my breath. What were they going to do inside that Capitol? We saw video. We have plenty of footage of it. So how was it an insurrection? Ah, it wasn't. But see, that is, to borrow from Democrats, the big lie here about what happened in the transition between Trump and Biden. And they tell it purposefully. They tell it because they know that it then justifies all the bad faith, all the mistreatment, all the abuse of their political opponents because they just smear everyone as the insurrectionists, the white supremacist insurrectionists, too, even though was it, in fact, a white nationalist effort to overthrow the United States government? Now they're, they're putting that into it as well. They do, as you know, they most certainly do. You have that. You also have the attorney general of the state of New York, Leticia James, announcing that it is now a criminal investigation of the Trump organization, which makes it sound really nefarious. Oh, my gosh, what was the Trump organization up to? And what they're doing is a lot of forensic accounting, deep diving into the Trump organization's books, which, as you no doubt could could uh, could surmise or detailed, complicated a lot of business things going on in an absurd and opaque tax code to begin with. And they're going to find every little thing they can and act like taking uh, some deductions here when they should have been a deduction there or doing something. I, I can't even begin to understand the arcane, absurd nature of some of the tax loopholes and things that exist. That's why there's a multi-billion dollar industry out there for people that this is all they do. But Leticia James is using the power of the state of New York to run a propaganda operation against Trump and anybody who voted for him by extension. Because they're saying there might have been some funny business with their taxes. Ah, that's right. It just just like Al Capone. That's what Donald Trump is. That's what they'll be saying. We got Capone on tax charges. We're going to get Trump on tax charges, too. This is the weaponization of state authority against political opponents. This is third world tin pot dictatorship kind of stuff. And it is now just a matter of course for Democrats. They don't even feel the need to hide it. They don't even feel an obligation to pretend this is not what's going on right now. Right out in front for it so everyone can see. So the Democrats tell lies to justify their horrific uh, treatment of their political opponent, uh, opponents, that there was an insurrection, that there was an effort to overthrow the United States government. And then they use the organs of the state, the investigative and prosecutorial arm of the state, 
in order to go after their political opponents. So the January 6th commission justifies the hatred and then things like Leticia James as the uh, person pushing criminal investigation of the Trump organization that follows up on the justifiable hatred of the insurrectionists with the use of state power. Don't you see what all this is? It is straight out of the Soviet playbook. These are show trials. These are lies. These are things that no honest person could believe should be a part of a healthy and well-functioning republic, which is what we have or we should have. But in very much the same way that Stalin insisted that opponents of his power have these public trials where people gave all these speeches about the threat to the integrity of the state itself, counter-revolutionaries how could you support these people so what if we're abusing their rights so what if they have no rights they're trying to undermine everything that we are in the soviet union doesn't that feel quite a bit like what you would hear from some of the uh, people pushing the january 6th commission trump and all of his supporters have the blood of oh wait but the cops actually didn't die because of anybody involved in the riot, but they'll say it anyway. They'll talk about that lethal day on January 6th and leave out the only person who died as a result of violence from the riot was Ashley Babbitt. An unarmed woman shot in the neck from distance through a door. No warning given, it should be noted. No stop or I'll shoot. Just pulled the gun, fired it. Okay, we don't get an explanation of that. There's no need to look into that. And what else are they not going to look into if there is this January 6th commission? Oh, that's right. All the political violence, the routine, widespread, wanton political violence of Biden voters, because that is what they were, of leftists, Marxists, socialists, providing all the video footage needed for CNN and MSNBC to have a bunch of overpaid babies on TV pretend that this is a glorious BLM revolution against the system of sorts. We're going to talk about any of that political violence, those acts of destruction, the people who died as a result of those riots day after day across the country. No, that's not allowed to be a part of this. Uh, So Democrats want to have a commission that ignores the routine political violence of the left that is actually justified, that is celebrated by many mainstream Democrats, and to focus in and wave the bloody shirt, so to speak, of the January 6th insurrection as a means of constantly not just attacking, but negating and justifying the worst possible treatment of everybody who was a Donald Trump supporter and everybody who disagrees with the absurd, incompetent, buffoonish Biden administration. That's what all this is about, and we can all see it. The public deserves is a, a bipartisan commission, uh, which is exactly what Republicans uh, asked for with a composition that was evenly split, five Democrats, five Republicans. That's what ranking member Katko and Chairman Benny Thompson negotiated. Uh, that meets the parameters. And unfortunately, uh, Republican leadership can't take yes for an answer. 
The public needs a bunch of Democrats to give speeches on the floor of the House about how Donald Trump is a traitor and a criminal and an insurrectionist and tried to have people overthrow the United States government. We've already heard those lies. We've already heard this grotesque exaggeration. So I think that's enough. I I don't think there's anything that we would, would gain from this. I know that this would just be used as an opportunity for the most wildly dishonest hyperbole and and efforts to pretend like you and I and everyone were there. We were all there on January 6th storming the Capitol. But remember, this is not surprising at all. The Democrats were able to go four years believing in the patently absurd Russia collusion lie. And it was essential to their Hashtag resistance. You remember this. So do I. They believed all of it. They ran endless news stories. The New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC and all the rest. Day in and day out about how Trump was a Kremlin asset. He was a double agent for Putin, a Russian spy of sorts at the very top of the United States government. Completely insane detached from reality, deranged in the clearest sense. Did they ever apologize? Did they ever say, wow, we got that one way wrong? No, because the hysteria and the justification of malice toward Republicans was the point. The lie used to bolster, to create, and then bolster the resistance was the point. They don't care that it was a lie. It worked for them. So you have to remember that it's not enough. It's not enough to just point to the truth and say, see, here we are. We have to prevent them from wielding power in this manner. That's why going along with these things, any Republican who goes along with the January 6th commission is an idiot, an idiot or a fraud. They should just switch parties. It's not going to be real. There's not going to be any honest accounting of what happened that day. It's going to be like a CNN highlight reel of Trump trying to overthrow the government. Even though he specifically that that day said that he that they should have their voices heard. Peacefully. But they're going to try to goad Republicans into this. They're going to use this as as yet another opportunity. Here's uh, Representative Hakeem Jeffries speaking on McCarthy, House Minority Leader McCarthy's opposition to the January 6th Insurrection Commission. Play 18. Kevin McCarthy also objected to there being subpoena power vested solely in the chair of the commission, when that, in fact, is the practice here in the United States Congress. But in the interest of finding common ground, we agreed to the fact that both the chair appointed by the Democratic legislative leaders and the vice chair appointed by the Republican legislative leaders needed to come together in order for any subpoena to be issued. I don't know what Kevin McCarthy is afraid of. Uh, Probably afraid of the continued bad faith weaponization of process and institutions against political opponents, which is what Democrats do. They they do everything they can to make sure that it's impossible to have a constructive uh, conversation across the aisle about really anything these days. You submit or you're a target. 
You agree with them or you're a bad person. That's the approach. January 6th Insurrection Commission. What what are we going to find out about this? I, I would like to know, did members of Capitol Police wave in some of the people who were part of the of the mob? Did they actually say, OK, just don't destroy anything. You guys can come in because doesn't that go to the whole. Was this really an insurrection question pretty directly? Not not a lot of violent coup attempts in the history of the world involve the people, involve the guards of the palace, so to speak, saying, yeah, just come in, you know, take some photos, look around and, you know, no big deal. That's how frightened they were. That seems very strange, doesn't it? And yet we have to hear more about this. We have to hear about how uh, if, if we bring back Donald Trump, it'll tear the country in half once again. They lied about a sitting president being a traitor for a foreign adversary and the entire apparatus of the media and the Democrat Party went along with it. And now they think they're in a position to lecture us about anything when it comes to the truth. I'm sorry, my, my stomach can only handle so much. But remember, the the truth was never the point of this. And the Democrats are recognizing right now that they have a weak and obviously uh, incompetent president who is not doing well at this stage. We can see what's happening. The economy should be booming. It is stalled out. Inflation is rising. You've got instability rising in the Middle East. There's nothing. you got a, a border that is a total catastrophe. And what does Biden say? What do the Democrats want to do? Spend more money and talk about an insurrection and push wokeness on your kids and try to get you to mask up, even though it's patently insane to do so in so many of the cases that they're insisting on. Uh, That's their plan here. Use insurrection talk to distract from the fact that Biden is an imbecile. How many times have you seen Republicans targeted by prosecutors by federal investigative or state investigative authorities with no real basis for it other than the process is the punishment. The smear is not a bug. It is a feature. It's the point. You're never going to actually get to any prosecution, but at least you've got the media churning out stories full of innuendo, character assassination and undermining. That's the the real end goal. That's the purpose. If they can get a prosecution, great. I mean, if they can send a few dozen agents into Roger Stone's home at five o'clock in the morning before the sun comes up to terrify a senior citizen in his silk pajamas because they say he lied under oath in an investigation that never should have been occurring anyway. The whole thing was a trap and a sham. Do, Do Republicans learn nothing? I mean, those who are willing to go along with this January 6th commission, do they not see that there's also this extension and expansion of the investigating the Trump organization now, too? Democrats won't let it go. They settle scores. Look what they do with their political opponents. Look at the people who are charged with, at worst, assault on a police officer who are being held in solitary confinement. Oh, but they were part of the insurrection they might try another insurrection. So they're being held in solitary. No, no pretrial release. OK, DOJ's made hundreds of arrests, I think over 400 arrests uh, already in connection with the Capitol Hill riot. And 
we're supposed to be terrified that what's going to happen exactly? That they're going to come back together afterwards and try to storm the Capitol once again? Give me a break. But there are people who believe this. I mean, and I, I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. I'm not going to powerful Democrats. They believe this crap. But look at all the times that the power of the state and investigations and prosecutions are used as a weapon against Republicans. The special counsel against Trump, the two impeachments against Trump, the special counsel during the Bush administration. Gee, isn't that such a coincidence? Bush administration, special counsel trying to prosecute high level Bush advisors like Cheney and um, and Rumsfeld, uh, not Rumsfeld, the uh, Rove. Well, they would have loved to get, gotten Rumsfeld, too. And then you have Obama eight years, no special counsel, because his team at DOJ would never allow that, obviously, because they're not stupid. They play hardball. See, Democrats love to use Republicans obsession with I'm really principled, but I'm a really principled Republican against us all the time. You got to understand at some point. Dealing with an enemy that does not play by rules requires a degree of flexibility. It can't be all the Mitt Romney. Oh, but, you know, we're better than they are. So we're going to do things exactly according to the book. Okay. well, while they're locking up your your friends and family and running show trials, uh, maybe you'll think twice about that because that's what they want to do to important Republican figures. Do any of you doubt for a second that if the Democrat powers that be could get away with locking up Donald Trump uh, on state charges in New York and uh, members of his family, too. They would love to see the cheering and the happiness that you'd see on Democrat faces if they could get Donald Trump Jr. or Ivanka or any of them sent to prison for tax evasion, for example, or some kind of, you know, malum prohibitum offense, something that's, you know, they're not they're not killing baby seals with clubs, but there uh, there's some bureaucratic finance offense that they're saying they would be cheering all across the country from Democrats. They would love that. They wouldn't see that as further dividing and, and harming the country. They'd think that it was justice. And that's why you have things like this. You've got uh, Congresswoman Dean speaking about the New York attorney general going after the Trump organization now and announcing today, Leticia James announcing today, that it is a criminal investigation of the Trump organization. Play 15. It's not surprising to me. Uh, I think the walls are finally closing in on the truth about the Trump organization and what has happened. You saw that we in Congress tried to exercise our oversight responsibility into uh, Trump finances, tax returns, uh, appraisals of properties and those kinds of things. Uh, And uh, the Trump administration thwarted us at every turn. Uh, We're going to See now through the use of uh, the D.A. uh, and the attorney general in New York. Unbelievable. This is what they're doing. Donald Trump Jr. tweeted this out today. There's nothing more corrupt than an investigation and desperate search of a crime. If this isn't a flagrant abuse of political office, I don't know what is. This is Banana Republic stuff, and it's happening in America today it is absolutely true it's appalling what is going on 
So while they try to lock up the former president and members of his family for the crime of standing athwart the Marxist authoritarian identity politics lunatics and saying, we still think America is a good place. Can we keep it as America for a little bit longer? For that crime from Trump, for putting America first, they're now actively trying to find a way to lock him up. It's just a question whether they can fabricate something and then whether they're willing to make it happen, push the button, pull the lever, make that arrest. They're already talking about it. And if you think the Democrats won't do this, look at what they did when he was the sitting president. Look at how they went after the former Trump campaign chairman. Look at how they went after Roger Stone and Papadopoulos and Carter Page, all these different people, some of whom did absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, to this day, I'm amazed that it it wasn't more apparent to people, although they were just delusional with Trump hatred. Carter Page was going around without a lawyer, just giving interviews to anybody who would talk to him about how he did nothing wrong, which if you're under real federal investigation, as he was, I mean, if you're being targeted by the feds, they had a FISA on this guy. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm ready for a good scrap with government bureaucrats when I need to be. I've had some throwdowns in my life with senior government folks when I worked for the government over nonsense. And, and I got to tell you, if I found out as a private citizen that I had a FISA out on me, I, I would that would concern me. I would be worried. And I, if you told me that happened to you, I'd tell you to lawyer up and not because you've done anything wrong, just because they're really going after you. I mean, they're going for it. They can't get a no- I mean, think about this. They can't get a normal warrant for your communications through the, through the criminal procedure. So they're using the pretense that you're a spy or working for a foreign power to do it. Carter Page was going around giving interviews where he just was saying, I, I'll talk to anybody about anything. I did absolutely nothing wrong. And you still had morons in the media saying, oh, he's a Russian spy. Oh, never charged with anything. They, I'm sure they wanted to try to get him on lying under oath or something, but he's just a very forthright guy, and he didn't do anything, you know? You, 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 could, you could accuse me of, you know, trying to overthrow City Hall in Los Angeles, but I haven't been there in, a, in quite a while, and it's not going to stand up in court. So, yeah, I'd probably walk around and say, no, the accusation is so stupid that I'm not even going to lawyer up to deal with it. That's how Carter Page was. In uh, in dealing with the deep state efforts to destroy him. And did any of the journalists that ran with that stuff, did they did they feel badly about it? Trying to ruin a man's life, make him seem like a traitor. Carter Page is a veteran of the Navy. The guy's a patriot. He didn't do anything wrong. Nothing wrong. Not like when I say he didn't do anything wrong. I'm saying, oh, a little thing. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. And I bring this up because. This is what we're up against. And I think some people on the right understand this and have figured this out. Others just don't get it. They still think that if we are only a little bit more gracious and willing to bend the knee just a little bit more to the leftist authoritarians, to the demo Marxists out there, if only we're willing to do that, they'll stop being so crazy and vicious. That's exactly the wrong response. That's the wrong conclusion to come to. And you're seeing it now all the the time with what's going on. Stunning that this is where we are. 
show trials, January 6th insurrection commission, invest- criminal investigations of the Trump organization. What they really don't want you to do is look at Joe Biden's economy should be it should be booming beyond belief. It should be amazing right now. Places like New York have gotten rid of mask mandates. All businesses fully open. That's New York City. I know other places in the country have been open much longer than that. But okay, we're going. The American people, we're getting back into it. But everyone knows, uh uh-oh, we got a bunch of financially illiterate idiot Marxists in the White House making decisions that are ruining what should be a boom. And it's they're in such an advantageous position because of what's essentially a virus created and government created recession. That it covers up a degree of the incompetence, but things are not going well. You can see it. So what are they going to do? Just go on offense. Just go on offense. You know, it's like when uh, Comrade Stalin found out that the grain harvest was just a fraction of what it was supposed to be. Do you think that he came out and said, wow, maybe all the central planning and the heavy handedness and the and the political purges should stop and we should bring in experts who know more about how to get an agricultural economy back on its feet. And we should allow the free market to incentivize people to be more efficient and to work longer and to produce more. No, more purges, more show trials. Bring out more of the enemy. Blame them. Show what awful people they are. And the the rest of the people will ignore our incompetence and just focus in their hatred on the chosen enemy. Doesn't that sound like what the Democrat Party is doing right now? Lines up. What should you know about the highest law enforcement official in the state of New York, the attorney general? You'll be unsurprised, I'm sure, to find out that she is an an incredibly open anti-Trump partisan who now wields prosecutorial authority at the highest level from the state of New York. And here's the truth, friends. If you are a prominent Republican in a blue state, and you have and, and there's any political aspiration or anything political associated with you, uh, they will come out. You cannot get a fair trial. They will come after you. They will use the state as a club against you to bludgeon you with. And they don't feel guilty about it. They do it because they can and they want to. It's not about principle. It's not about standards. Here's Leticia James. The attorney general, this is a a compilation of different statements she's made about Trump shared by Donald Trump Jr. today on Twitter, on his social media account. I want you to hear. Let's go through some of this. Remember, this is a person who is making determinations about prosecution. This is a person who is wielding the most fearsome power the state has, which is to go after its own citizens using the criminal justice system to take away their freedom their reputation, their wealth, whatever it may be. They can strip it all from you. And that's why we're supposed to believe that those who are in these kinds of positions try to have some level of justice, try to have some level of fairness. No, that is not the case. I've always been people who say, oh, I'm not going to bother to register to vote because my voice doesn't make a difference, or I'm just one person. I say one, I say one name, Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Stop your ass and vote. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. 
He's going to know my name personally. I love it. He probably does already. We're going to be a real pain in the ass for Donald Trump. We're going to sue him. He's going to know my name. Hmm. Yes, this seems like a really fair and impartial person to be the attorney general for the state of New York. He built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City. Tell this president and every other individual that no one is above the law. Does she have any proof that he's ever laundered money or done anything illegal financially? When she was saying these things, did she have any proof? No, she did not. But she just figured, we can investigate your finances all day. Think about it this way, friends. If the IRS comes after you and they want to find a way to extend an investigation of your finance, um, they can do it. They can do it. The process is the punishment. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how ethical or how, how clean your finances may be. If they decide they're going to turn you upside down, it's totally within their power. And that's why we're supposed to believe in their good faith. But as we know, with the Democrat Marxists running around, that is laughable bottom line is that residents from brooklyn who are going to really make the difference are energized individuals from the city are energized individuals who care about statewide issues are energized individuals who care about again going after donald trump this illegitimate government president uh, he did not violate the emoluments clause letitia james is not very smart but that's okay not a very good lawyer. Um, he colluded. No, he didn't collude. But he, here you have the state attorney general for New York. And for those of you saying, Buck, well, this is just one attorney general. New York is where the Trump organization was located. It's where Trump did a lot of his business dealings for decades. It's where Trump is from. So this is now a state government that's trying to settle scores for against a, a former president for the crime of winning the 2016 election. That's what this is. And they may try to extradite him as you've probably seen and heard from florida that's what's been talked about at least i I don't know if they really have it in them to try to do an arrest of trump in florida on on the flimsy charges that they will conjure up if they do on some financial nonsense but maybe basically all that he stands for is in violation of our values and who we are as a people and as a society and so individuals who care about this country and who care about our rights and who care about, again, immigrants who are hiding right now, we've got to make some noise. We've got to let our voices know. And what we is someone who's going to take the fight to White House at the same time representing the interests of New York. Her name is Letitia James. Yes, her name is Letitia James. You heard in her own words what kind of judgment, what kind of person she is. Now you know about all the power she wields. How is it that a 10-year-old seems to have more good sense than Dr. Fauci himself? How is that possible? Fauci is the globally renowned expert, isn't he? Fauci is the guy that we're all supposed to turn to and say, whatever he tells us is what reality must be. Listen to the Fauci. Otherwise, you get plateaus and you might be hit with droplets in the air. You know, they'll disperse. I I can't explain the metaphysics of this parabolic exchange to you on another occasion 
within the space-time continuum. However, I don't want to continue to blather on. So Fauci says a lot of absurd nonsense, as you know. I want you to hear from this 10-year-old down in Martin County, and he's, he's telling just what it's like to be a kid who has to wear a mask at school. I just turned 10 years old, and I am a fourth grader at Felix A. Williams. I expected school to be a little bit different in the beginning, but I didn't think it would stay this way all year long, and I was surprised by the rules. A lot of them didn't make any sense to me, like the fact that we were not allowed to play on the playground or have student council. You and me both, kid. The rules don't make any sense. See, this is what's so critical here is that a 10-year-old looks at this and says, hold on a second. We can't do re- we can't have student council. Why does covid only attack the student council meetings, but not math meetings? This doesn't make any sense. You can't have recess without masks on or turn to face each other at lunch. And we also have to wear masks outside at P.E. and on track running on the track team with a mask on. I mean, this is horrible. This really is a religious belief. It's the hair shirt of our time and some of you pointed out i kept saying a horse hair shirt recently i know it's it's a c- called a hair shirt but it's usually goat's hair i found out not horse hair which makes more sense i suppose but anyway a hair shirt a medieval device to uh put oneself into discomfort and pain as a reminder of our sinfulness and stuff like that i think that the weird albino guy in the uh, Dan Brown Da Vinci Code book. It's trash, folks. We all know. I read it. You read it. It's trash. Come on. Let's be honest. Guy made like 20 million on one book or one series of books. Pretty, pretty astonishing. Um, but anyway, he, here we go back to this kid who's saying you're making us run with masks on outside. This doesn't seem scientific. Oh, this is in Florida, by the way. This is in, in the Florida school system. Because remember, they they've had cities And different counties have had their own restrictions, even though DeSantis kept Florida as a state open. I love my school and all, but my teachers seem really stressed, and that makes me feel bad. One teacher walks around with a clipboard full of referrals for any student whose mask isn't on properly. It makes me feel scared. Can I just tell you about the teacher that walks around with the clipboard for the students who don't have the mask on properly? It reminds me of... Some of the rules that I was subjected to overseas in war zones where I'd have to have uh, I never went out without without proper defense tools, let's just say uh, outside the wire. But for some stuff, you know, they they would really they would insist that you would wear. uh, And I don't want to get into too much of the details here and the uh, ways we do this, but let's just say they would catch you in a moment where no reasonable person could think you really need to be wearing your body armor and they would write you up. Oh, you don't have your body. armor. Oh, a perfect example of this. I know from the military side, which I was never on, but I was on many military bases in, in uh, multiple war zones, as you know, and they would get written up if they didn't wear the reflective uh, thing when they were jogging, you know, they would get in trouble. And I, I knew all these guys would say, I can't believe it. I just I just got dinged. Because I didn't have my reflective banner on when I was running. You know, and this is like in broad daylight in the desert. There's nothing else around. You're not going to get hit by a car. But uh, that's what that's this kind. That's the kind of stuff that hall monitor attitude. This kid is saying, I don't want to deal with these 
tyrant teachers because of their mask mania. And he's right. The kid is right. That same teacher yells at us having our masks down to drink water while we are outside in Carline. She told us we had to wait until we were in our parents' car to have a drink of water. She had her mask down the entire time while she was yelling at us, which makes me and all my friends very mad. Yes, this young man is getting exposed to something known as lib hypocrisy, which, as you know, uh, a lot of these teachers who are the mask, the the teachers who are going to be the mask fascists are Biden voters, 90 percent of them. We all know that. I mean, if you want to look at political affiliations of professions, unfortunately, primary school teachers are overwhelmingly uh, Democrats, overwhelmingly. This happens a lot. And it seems unfair teachers take their masks off while, they're yell- while they yell at us kids and that we need to pull ours up. I asked my mom if there is a word for this, and she said there is. Hypocrisy. Ah, look at that. Mom teaching the kids at a young age. Excellent. Wearing a mask all day makes me feel really tired and gives me really bad headaches. Sometimes I'm at school and I need to lay low in the dark until they're gone. My mask also sticks to my face when it's really hot, and it makes it hard to breathe. I feel like I can't catch my breath, and that makes me feel claustrophobic and anxious. It's really stressful. I finished taking all of my FSAs, and I had a hard time focusing with a mask on. Isn't this all so obvious, but yet you hear it from this kid, you say, oh my gosh. We're, we're creating discomfort and anxiety and psychological trauma for these kids. I mean, I'll tell you, this has really been a reminder for me as I'm trying to get back in shape. I'm trying to fight the dad bod without being a dad. You know, that's when you're a dad, at least you can say I got the dad bod. I just got the bod without the dad part, which is not good. Uh, But every time I'm on a treadmill, I just I get angry because I have to wear a stupid mask in my gym or else someone comes over and they act like I'm murdering baby seals in front of them with a club and they freak out. So I have to but I get angry because this is this is really uncomfortable. This isn't a minor government inconvenience. This is lunacy. There's no science to back this up. There's no reason for this. And this 10 year old kid understands they're just making this stuff up as they go along. It doesn't make any sense. A few weeks ago, I ran into my teacher outside of school. She didn't even recognize me because she's never seen my face before. But I knew it was her because she sits at her desk a lot without a mask on. I know my teacher has asthma and everything, but I understand why it's hard for her to wear a mask. And I think she should have that choice. But I should, too. Yes, you should, young man. You know, I hear stuff like this and I think, you know, maybe maybe the future of this country is not lost. When a 10 year old can understand what government overreach and the basic loss of freedom is in a way that exceeds clearly the knowledge of those issues you see from the Fauciites or the willingness to understand and appreciate those issues from the Fauciites, it should give us all hope that it's going to be okay. If we got if we got 10 year olds like this kid growing up, understanding what freedom, what America is really about, we got a fighting chance. And these days it feels like that's the best we can ask for.